When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mm, it's so dark out right now. I can't believe I'm Doc McGee and I can't find Paul Stanley's house. Mm, I've got to get there for a roast. I'm a bit late. I gotta get rolling here, but my GPS. Ugh, my battery's dead. My battery's in my car. <coughs> I've got a really rough throat right now, too. I might have to walk. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't believe I'm Doc McGee and I can't make it to Paul Stanley's house. I hope somebody can save me. It's dark, it's spooky, it's Halloween. Doc! Oh! Hey, hey Doc, it's me, Eddie! Eddie? Eddie who? Hey, it's me, Eddie Trunk! Ugh, I know where Paul Eddie. lives! Eddie Trunk. Yes, it's only about like, it's only like two hours away! I got a UFO box that we can listen to on the way there! Ah! Welcome to the Cobras and Fire Podcast, part of the Decibel Geek Podcast Network. If this episode doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight.
Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, along with the ghoulish Baco. How are you, sir? I am well. Thanks for asking. So basically, you sound like Paul Stanley is Dracula. Indeed. A little bit lispy. Oh, yeah! Oh, God. Well, I'll tell you what. Are you going to do the voice, that voice the rest of the show or no? Absolutely not, no. Because <laughs> I'm not doing my, my Doc McGee because it's nearly killing me. My my throat feels like sandpaper right now. And I, when I go into a, a character, I do not half step. I go all in, Baco. You're like a method voice actor. I really am. I, I'm, I'm like the uh, – who's that guy that goes to an Adobe Hut? Not – not not uh, not decibel geek, but the uh, the uh, the guy that every every couple of years he does a movie and then he gets an Academy Award and he vanishes. Uh, Daniel D. Lewis. Daniel D. Lewis. Oh, I thought it was Steve. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, he's like he's like the the, the guy, that guy. He he or Jared uh, how, Leto. How how would you like to to be a friend of a, a method actor? How how annoying would that be? Like. If I, actually, I was uh, running on the uh, um, supposition that they had no friends. <laughs> I think by, by if you are a character actor, you have no friends. That's how it works out. That, that, <laughs> Seriously, being on set, being on set. Can, can you imagine being on set with one of these people? And they're like, in like uh, apparently Jim Carrey stayed in uh, character <laughs> for uh, for for that fucking um, Man in the Moon movie. Uh, who is that that? Uh, the guy that would be on stage and do the old uh, oh uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. How annoying! First off, you're not just being a character actor. You're being a character actor, and your character is Andy Kaufman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who's the guy who the like worst. basically? I'm going to be this character for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how annoying is that? Anyway, it's soups annoying, loose soups, soups annoying, just like this intro. So why don't you take over? I want to sit in the driver's seat. No, I do not. I want to sit in the passenger seat. I want you to drive and take us down, what, death, death, death lane, death alley. We're fucked if I'm in control. Jesus. Go, please. Yeah, and this is Halloween spooky shit, right? Yeah. My, My name's Jason, bitch. Big old blade, you got a hockey mask, you got a burnt face, you got you going dreams, you a Halloween band. So why don't we break down uh, the segments between songs? We are going to do something that we're going to call Baco versus Loose Cannon. Winner kills all. Ooh, this sounds like a mashup of horror movies genres. It's a song for song battle, baby. Um, I don't. I don't even know how we're going to keep scoring. People at home, do what you want. That's correct. (laughs) Well, why don't we start uh, this first segment leading up to the first uh, song for song head-to-head battle Mm -hmm. with um, what was your early, your, you know, growing up in Indiana uh, pre-house burning, uh, what was your (laughs) earliest uh, Halloween memories? What what did Loose Cannon dress up as, like, as a child? Uh, Usually a Smurf. You know, I would just, I would just paint my. You my, had like one go-to. You would just keep hitting it. <laughs> I 
That's right. I would just, I just remember seeing a picture. Uh, one of the pictures didn't burn up of me uh, when I was like seven, seven or something like that. I thought it was a good idea. At some point, I must have said to my parents, you know what I want to be? I want to be a Smurf. So it was just fucking like a blue face, a, a white hat. And sadness is I, I I think I remember that that <laughs> so let's uh let's at least get a, a bit of a demographic uh um uh, a picture of what's going on here. Your family um, we, we were was not the kind of uh, family that had a hard time <laughs> spending seven dollars on one of those little <laughs> box uh, uh, costumes that had a. A mask with a rubber band and a plastic no, suit. No, I wasn't. Did you understand what I was saying? I was a Smurf. They painted my face blue. Exactly. That's that's way more expensive. How is Unless, it more expensive? It's fucking. Did ma- they make the makeup themselves? I, I don't know. Maybe they took blueberries and smashed them in in, in a uh, a jar with with everything like that. I mean, we made our own applesauce. Maybe there was blue, you know, every, every, every winter, Baco, when it was in the can, the can household, I had to slice apples and put them in a blender and make, and make pink applesauce because we didn't take off the peels, take off the peels are for pussies. So we, we would put them all in there and maybe they added blueberries to it. Maybe they smeared it on my face and they put a white hat on that I think is less costly. Than getting your that little fucking mask. Super expensive, but uh, either way, it's coated in sadness. Is my point. <laughs> yeah, I get where you're going, and you're trying to paint your childhood as like this much more traumatic thing than I'm picturing. <laughs> but uh, let me ask you this: then, when, when was the first time you dressed as a member of Kiss? Uh, I'm gonna say 18 or so. I think I was Gene Simmons twice, two or three times, hmm. and, and and I did make a damn good Gene Simmons. The uh, I have some pictures to prove it. We did the whole band one time, but yeah, eighteen was the first time I did it. Yeah, I think I was twenty-one, so we probably did it the same year, nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, I think we did together, just mm-hmm. like we picked out a, a gay uh, track for the last of. <laughs> oh man! So, do you uh, are you still a fan of Halloween, or what? Do you what are your thoughts? Of course, yeah. No, the, the, now it's more. You for, got kids, and yeah, I got the kids. Um, but, but yeah, you, you know, there's. Hey, let me ask you this: as a parent, do you, do you feel bad that like they can't really experience it the way we did? Like the, there's kind of this helicopter attitude towards the parenting of it. Like I, I remember, like just being like dropped off and picked up three hours later. Um, and now it seems like there's like, well, we trick or treat when the sun is still up. And we stop the moment it sets. First off, what the fuck is up with that? That was the thing that was the most confusing to me when, when um, <clears throat> uh, the first couple of years of, of doing Halloween as a parent is who is knocking at my door at 430 in the afternoon? Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, every yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you could watch this. You could watch these uh, even going back to the 80s, like the movies. <clears throat> I give you a perfect example. Kids used to have to fend for themselves. Let me tell you this. You've, of course, seen the movie E.T., yes? Oh, yeah. Uh, at least once. There's a scene in it that is an adult you watch that's hilarious that has to go with the, the main plot point, and that is that... Uh, what's Drew Barrymore's character's name? Wh- whatever it is. Steve. It's fine. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Steve the girl. <laughs> Steve the girl in the movie is left behind. She goes like she goes, fuck it. I'm leaving my five year old in this house as I leave for like 
an hour, and that's the point where E.T. gets drunk. And there's that scene where he yeah, gets, yeah, he yeah. And, and the whole it time, all takes place around trick or treating. It all takes place, but the point is that she leaves. I got her, it. I got her, it. I got it. Kid Gertrude, or the fuck her name is, for like an hour at home, and like just shoves the TV and says, "I gotta go." Like that, like that used to be us back in the day. Now you can't even trick or treat at seven o'clock at night. I get your point. Yeah, it, it, it's watch it's, Stranger it's Things. Stranger Things. Stand by me. Watch these movies. These were were fucking men as boys. It. These kids were left alone. And none of those kids are listening right now. Um, but if they were, <laughs> you you are missing out. Uh, it, it, it really was a part of the life that you never want to, you know, you don't want to lose that, man. Yeah, but you also don't, it also, you know, it doesn't give me the opportunity to be a shitty parent either. That's my point. It's more acceptable. Oh, yeah. yeah I get that. You know, you know that my wife and I are, are huge fans of Halloween. It's our anniversary. We, we were married on Halloween, so we're almost never home on Halloween to give out candy and be spooky and creative people right uh so there's been at least two years that we put out a bowl of candy with you know like the idea like just take what you want right literally somebody could come up and just dump the whole thing in their bag the two years we did it i'm not sure anybody got any candy we came home (laughs) three hours later and it was a full bowl if anybody got anything i'm not sure what they took that's sad everything has changed man my God, I would have stolen that whole bowl. <laughs> well, Luce, that brings us to our first head-to-head spooky song matchup. For my pick, I'm going to pick what I personally believe to be the fucking scariest song ever recorded. <laughs> and not the live version. I'm talking the studio version, and that's Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. What are you going to put up against that? Ooh, bitch. I see what you're doing here. You know, I'm just, I'm doing this. I'm flipping through songs right now. And it is, I'm going to just pull an audible. And this song uh, has to do a lot with, you know, it's it's when a, a, a small boy can't take it anymore. And he decides to shoot his dad in the head. And that's called When Hell Comes Home by Alice Cooper.
now there's a very specific time frame of of a person's life where they're old enough to watch a horror movie and still young enough to be scared mm-hmm. or actually believe it. And what do you think it is about 13 to 15? <clears throat> well, I mean, you can still be scared by movies now if they're good. But but yeah. You never well, get don't scared. Don't you think it's more startled than actually scared? It depends on the movie, man. There's a lot of this this whole resurgence of like suspense slash like a yes, and I love all of it, but I don't actually get scared. I'm not. I'm not. I don't tense. Feel How about tense? Tense. Yeah, but th- that's what I'm getting at. Is like, but there was a time though when a movie actually scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah, and that I, was like yeah. thirteen to fifteen. I must say, yeah, maybe you're right. twelve to fourteen, maybe. Sure. No, that, that, that's that's a zone because you you don't you don't know you don't know how bloody it's gonna get. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're right. Like you're like, actually like, scared to you're watch not it. Tense. You're not frightened. You're literally going, oh my god. You might have a fucked up dream about it. You might have a heart attack. Yeah. Because they, they, like the, the whole idea of watching Friday the Thirteenth, especially nowadays, because kids are so fat. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy Krueger is actually killing kids off because they're fucking fat. Oh God, that's pretty good. I like it. Hey. I like it. Right. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like the the concept of me sitting down to watch a Friday the Thirteenth or, or a Freddy. Would was was the first time I would watch one of those. You, you like had to like you know you had to you had to man up to sit down because you're like, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay, okay. So go ahead. Where are you well, going here? Well, I'm asking you. Like, so like, was that your time frame? Yeah, yeah. It was like 1982, 84. I mean, I remember the first time I saw Nightmare. I was like petrified. Friday the Thirteenth. It was even like uh, I think that was the first one. Is that kind of stuff? But yeah, that's the zone. Yep. Uh, and I know I know they're not great movies, but I love them. And uh, and then Saw came along, and it, it well kind of led into you know Human Centipede, which is basically <laughs> uh, the pinnacle of all gore movies. <laughs> okay, so in that Human Centipede, can you uh, from from front to back, can you describe which which members of Three Sides of the Coin you, you would have in there? Okay, so the three sides of the coin human centipede would yeah. have to be Branvold at the end. Okay, and then you could just switch up the other two. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fine. I mean, no, no, Branvold's in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> it's the middle. Okay. It really right. doesn't. As long as Branvold isn't at the head, I don't really care. Yeah. All right, next. Love you, Mike. So up next, round two. Ding! Hit it. So uh, my next song is going to be, oh, have you ever heard a little band called Sam Hain Loose? Who? Sam Hain. Who? They have a song called Halloween 2. Ooh. So what are you going to put up against that, bitch? Man, I am going to say I'm probably going to play... Trying to look at this, I have a lot to choose from. I'm probably gonna play the song "Jump Rope" by Steve Jablonski, uh, which is from <laughs> *A Nightmare on Elm Street*, which is the one that goes one, two, Freddy's coming for you. Oh, 
Or, or I could do, uh, hmm, let me think here. Oh, I could do the uh, the Monster Mash. What do you think about that? No? Let me think here. What about, uh, hmm, what about uh, I Ain't Afraid of No Ghosts? Something weird. Just pick one. <laughs> I'm going through my list here. I, I know what I'm going to play. I'm not, I got it. It's locked down. You ready? Okay. I, so you you know what song you're going to put up against Sam Hain, Halloween 2. What is it? Yep. I was going to go Adam's Family Theme, but I'm going with A Nightmare on, your, on, my, <laughs> Nightmare on my Street by DJ Jazzy Jeff. Okay. And the Fresh Prince. Hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man. This guy was for real. 
was a whole new day. I thought <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street. soundtracks what's your favorite i think didn't did, was a fast way that did the trick-or-treat yes great soundtrack do you like the movie with the skippy from uh, family ties <laughs> <laughs> i remember well i haven't seen it since the 80s i know that for uh, i'm sure it's awful I, I remember i remember it was goofy as fuck even even then that, that skippy was in a movie that's probably his first and last movie i would assume that he was cast in <laughs> as a lead of yeah. course oh yeah. as a lead yeah like 
Like, Pauly Shore is getting more opportunities recently. So. <laughs> Pauly Shore has come up a lot in this podcast lately. Yeah. Is a warning to others, mostly. <laughs> so, yeah, what's, what's, what else you got? You see, you're talking about, we were going to the soundtracks. So I think you had a very good point. Like, I remember, oh, I know what you did last summer. That was pretty layered with a bunch of rock artists. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, what's another one uh, you're thinking of? A Bordello of Blood. Uh, with, oh, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Dennis uh, Miller. Canadian. Dennis Miller, yes. What the fuck was that? It was that one. Uh, Why does so many people hate him, by the way? I love it. Let's just say when I was 14, I was treated for tennis elbow, and I didn't even own a fucking racket. I, uh, I, uh, yeah. Let ye who has a free hand cast the first stop. Uh, he uses a lot of big words. I mean, he's, He's smug. He's very which smug. Which is probably why I like him. So, so it's probably I should like him yeah. <laughs> as well. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. He's I, I, I can take him in small small doses. But that was a weird movie. Like it was him and uh, what was it? Angie Everhart or like really like hot <laughs> red heart? Was it? That's right. Yeah, I think it was her. I, yeah, she was her. It was like what the like fuck? That. And that that little uh, tales from the crypt puppet. Whatever. <laughs> oh well, no, you're confusing two movies. Tales from the Crypt is another soundtrack because they they, they kind of had a, like a rebirth. Tales from the Crypt. Uh, oh no, that, the Tales from the was, Crypt was was he wasn't. Was oh my god, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, Bordello Blood was a, was a Tales of the Crypt offshoot. Like they had a couple movies. You know what my next pick is? What the live version of God of Thunder off of Alive Two? What are you gonna put up against that? Bitch. Oh, jeez. E- anything against that that shit show. Let me see here. You hear that? That's right, kids. I don't like.
I don't know. For some reason, I never liked that that version. I've only liked the the studio version. You, oh, I'm I guessing hate you, the st- you hate the, the studio opposite, version. Yeah, I hates too strong a word. It's got a lot of effects. I like anything that that has that sounds like somebody says you're too sexy. What do you think those kids are saying in the beginning? Okay, now we start singing. Uh, that's not what I think. I think they say you're too sexy for my for his pants, and that's why Gene hasn't worn pants since then. Okay, then. You know what, bitch? <laughs> I have a song off of the most badass metal horror movie soundtrack of all time, and that is Time Warp off of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, I don't think you know what a horror movie is. <laughs> well, it has meatloaf in it, so that's, that's, that's scary enough. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control.
Well, uh, happy Halloween, my friend. Happy Halloween to you. Yeah, what, what, you, got your, always, uh, you got your outfit planned out, I assume. You're doing a theme with the, the, the wife? Is yeah, I wasn't going to tell you, but uh, we're going as you and you for Halloween <laughs> this year. That's horrible. We're going to just be arrogant, smug pricks to everybody we see for 24 hours. <clears throat> Talk about you know, nothing but non sequiturs and uh, bore people <laughs> conversation. And I guess it, 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 you should just go up to them and say, like, hey, it's, uh, this conversation would be a lot better if I had some editing tools. Yeah, well, uh, uh, I had to uh, veto the wife. She wanted to go as Aaron Camaro and Sinzak. So. <laughs> no, she didn't. And what, you, you guys just both uh, hold an adobe hut above you as you walk around? <laughs> hey, uh, no, we, who, who's, who's, who's carrying the car battery to fuel it? No, one of, one of us wears uh, a Packer shirt and says, this is the nicest piece of clothing I've owned. And the other one goes... Seriously, I don't understand what Vinnie Vince's problem is. That's all we do the whole time. The whole time. So, but, yeah, and then uh, you, just have, you just have tough, tough playing in the background. No, so thankfully uh, we're doing uh, we're doing you. Okay, great. Just being fucking assholes. Well, that's that's uh, that, that's scary enough. I have nothing else to say. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, let's wrap it up, bitch. Okay, let's do it. Rock's not dead. Is hiding. At 4.30 in the afternoon, it's still light out, because we're a little scared. Trick or treat, bitch.
I got it. I got it. I got okay, it. Okay. What kind of car? What kind of car should you be driving? An El Camino? <laughs> yes. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.